trying to find topics for this week because I didn't really remember anything major happening in the news outside of Takashi 69 telling on everybody. What's the name of the game? Trayway? What's the name? Trayway, yeah. It's the Trayway Bloods. (laughs) We all are part of the Trayway game. Yeah, we all are According to Takashi 69. Like, you know, Cardi, Mm -hmm. somehow Cardi name I brought up, Jim Jones name, Biggie and Tupac was part of the blood. Oh my god. Um, Elmo is one, that's why he read um, you know, Clifford the Big Red Dog is a Trayway blood. You know what? Everybody is a Trayway blood, and you know, Takashi. You know, with Takashi Six Nine, like you have people who feel like, well, you have people that's going in on him for snitching. Like I know Snoop Dogg been going in on him and stuff. Mm-hmm. And in the black community, we have this moral code of like, you know, snitches get stitches. You don't snitch if you see something, you don't say shit. And. I don't really know how I feel about the situation. It's like, a part of me is like, this is just karma for him because he was, he was, what I call him, a cultural appropriator. Mm-hmm. I would. So he was, you know, acting like he was a man, acting like he was big and bad, you know, when he was out here in these streets. Bad and rapping. Bougie. Yeah. And, you know, acting like he was this hard ass nigga, this gangster. And now that he didn't got caught up, he's singing like a damn canary. And you, I mean, we knew it was like we knew he was a fraud, but it's just so funny to see him get caught up so deep to the point that his life is on the line mm-hmm. when he just pointing fingers and telling on any and everybody. And my whole thing is like, if you get out of jail, if they let you free, you might not make it a day. Say that again. And when you get out of jail, what it went out. When you get out of jail, like when he gets out of jail, he may not make it a day. Somebody might be ready to pop him. Mm-hmm. Because he's telling everything. And then I don't even know what's going on with his family. Like, if they being protected or being targeted. So, everybody need to go into witness protection. And, if, and then I don't think that's enough. He might be or he could, Or he could come out and, like, nobody could ever try him. You just never know. I don't know. The way he talking and telling everything. Like, what was funny was Cardi B. Remember that video I sent you? <laughs> That's this what she was referring to. Palmer meme that's been yes. going on. I'm, yes. I'm so sorry to say this to this man. I don't know this man. I'm so sorry for this man. <laughs> yes, like that's what she was talking about. She was referring to him when her name got brought up. And I'm like, um, uh, what does Cardi B have to do with anything? Cardi B like, I don't know him. I ain't never associated with him. I'm a blood, but I ain't no Trayway blood. Apparently she part of the brim, the brim bloods or something like that. I didn't even know that there was different tribes. I just thought yeah. he was a blood. And no. he was just a blood. But y'all got fucking factions and shit in this. Like, what? That's like when Nipsey Hussle would say, what do you say? The Rolling 60s? The Crips? The Rolling 60s? Like, that's, yeah. that's what they were. Like, that's the name of their subdivision. Uh, it's like you got the Wakandians, but then you got the different tribes. You know what? I, I just... This is how I here. know I'm not about this hood life that a lot of people claim to be a part of. Yeah. Because I knew nothing about this. Like, at all. I mean, what the fuck do they have down here, then? I'm sure it's something. <sighs> Shoot, there's other yeah. colors that we don't know about. <clears throat> Purples and blacks and mm-hmm. any green. Know, I... Maybe I'm is it yellow? Maybe I'm thinking about Grand Theft Auto. Let me stop. Mm-hmm. I only know about the games oh. on video games. Sorry. And the police. That's a game. Oh yeah. The government is a game too. Mm-hmm. So but you know, Sakashi 69 is like, I don't really feel bad for you because we knew this was gonna always... happen. You always annoyed me with your antics and I was just waiting for the day somebody either I found out you either got shot or somebody beat your ass or you went to jail. And it just so happened that the latter is what you got stuck with. And like I feel like regardless if he snitched, he's still going to jail. He just probably not going to go to jail for that long. So it's like either way you go, you fucked because they're going to get you in jail and if you do get out, they're going to get you out there too. They're coming for you. 
it's just you you should pick your battles wisely. It's just karma. It's just it's just karma. They gonna be on song. What's his name? Liam Nelson. Take it. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Ooh, don't take know who it. you are. But I will find you. And I will Yeah. So good luck, Takashi Six Nine. I'm sure we'll hear more this week about who else is involved. And who's been implicated. Yeah. As a member okay. of Treyway. First of all, let me not even get I'm not even gonna say nothing bad about Treyway. I'm scared that y'all gonna come for me. I was about to say I'm something not about y'all name, but you know what? It's fine. Y'all do y'all. I'm gonna stay over here and mind my business. Is Trey like the founder of it? Like I have no idea, Leah. We just gonna stop answering questions. Maybe Trey Songs. You know he's what? a part of Treyway and maybe that's who they named it after and maybe we gonna well, maybe there's next. somebody in the gang that sings better than him because it's trash. Whoa. Okay. I just had to get that little note out. Mm-hmm. Um, so what else is next? Houston. Can we talk about Houston? Yeah. What's <coughs> happening in Houston? So they're flooding again due to I, is this another hurricane? Uh no, it's not a hurricane. I don't know what it's from, but they flood a lot because I remember when my brother was living there. I thought it they was, was experiencing some flooding. No, I feel like if it was, was a, it a tropical storm. I mean, they some hurricanes be out there and we don't ever know about it because But with this type of flooding, I think it's Hurricane Amilda. Emilda? Emilda? I ain't never heard of her. Okay. I'm sorry, I don't recognize this woman. <laughs> I think it was a tropical depression. Not a oh, hurricane. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I I just know about the flood. That's why I'm like, if it was a hurricane, I'd never heard about it. And I I just heard about another hurricane called Karen or what? Karina. That's like in the Atlantic. Okay. There's another one forming named Karen or something like that. So okay, Karen. I that's something I never heard of Amelda or Amelia, or whoever her name is. But Karen sounds like yeah. a white woman that wants to speak to your manager. <laughs> whatever. Um. I'm praying for people in Houston. Mm-hmm. It just seems like the South can't catch a break in general. No. Especially not when it comes to like natural disasters. Yeah. And the flooding is really bad. Like I saw it and I'm like, it's really bad. Yeah. Like really bad. My brother was like, I'm so glad I don't live there anymore. I'm like, I bet you are. Sad. Because like the highway, like you cars were flooded on the highways. Can you imagine driving on a highway and it's just a rush of water? Out of nowhere, it's just flooding the highway. Mm-mm. If you ain't got no sunroof, you are fucked. Well, get out. And I, I got a sunroof, so gotta get out. <clears throat> but I hope that everyone is um staying safe and oh, not so trying true. to drive into floodwaters and not trying to like you know swim or you know get out of those floodwaters because I'm sure there's like a lot of other things that those water like the water carries with it. Mm. Just know if you can just stay on high ground, they're coming. That's all I can say. So, uh, are they sending people out there? Because you said they coming. I mean, I'm when I say they coming, I mean like help in general. Somebody is oh, coming okay. to get you. I don't know if it's you know the government, the uh, national guard. I don't know who it is. It may be a neighbor, but somebody is coming to get you. Okay. Yes, prayers for everybody in Houston. Yeah. Um, let me just go ahead and knock this movie out the way because for some reason my mind just so Brightburn. Mm-hmm. I saw it. First of all, I've been wanting to see this movie since I saw the trailer like last year, and it's basically uh, what if like what if Superman was evil? What? So literally for the past three weeks, I have been looking for this movie at the red box. I went to the Walgreens up the street. It was sold out on both machines. Hmm. Last week, I went when we was in Madison. I went to the damn Walmart in Madison. They didn't have that shit in the machine. And yesterday, I was like, I'm going to try one more time, or I'm going to get on one, two, three movies, and I'm going to just watch it on a bootleg website. Hmm. So I went to the Walmart up the street for me. Them hoes didn't have it. And I was like, fuck it. I'm going to go to Walgreens one more time. And lo and behold, that bitch was in the box. Hmm. So I rented it. And I hooked my DVD player up last night. Come on. And and I got a smart DVD so I can like watch Netflix on my DVD and you know it's connected to the internet. So <laughs> I don't even know that um, was a thing. 
Yes, my brother bought it for me like years ago. Like I can literally watch Netflix from my DVD player. Get into it. So I popped the movie in and you know, I'm watching it and it's good, you know. Mm-hmm. It's it's getting graphic because basically this nigga is murking niggas. He murked his mama. He murked his daddy. Uh, yeah, so it's it's basically like it's not the same character. It's just like a flip on the story. Like, what if Superman was evil? What if this super powered, you know, alien? Because technically he is an alien. Was murking people. It was evil. Like he wasn't on humanity's side. He was evil. And mind you, this is not the full grown Superman. This is a twelve year old boy. So you know, they start the movie out showing you, you know, like the parents talking about having a baby. And then the wife notices that, like, the house is shaking. But then it stops. And so then all of a sudden, you hear this crash, and the lights flicker on and off, and she screams. And so the next thing you know, they just go into, like, the baby videos of him. Basically, if you know the origin story of Superman, you know that they found him out in a cornfield, and they basically took him in, blah, 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 blah. So they raise him, and they skip the years of him being a toddler and stuff, and you see him as a 12-year-old boy. So they kept his spaceship in the barn. And after he turned 12 or around the time he was turning 12, whatever the fucking thing in the barn was, a spaceship, it started glowing red. And you all you heard was like this weird ass voice chanting something to him. And he started like, you know, convulsing in his bed. And I was like, okay, what the fuck is going on? And the thing was talking to him. The thing was basically telling him to take over the world, to take the world. So, as the movie progresses, he only he only seems to murk people who are like aggressive to him. So, like <clears throat> this little girl, <laughs> this little girl that I guess he kind of had a crush on. They were playing some game, where, you know, the trust game, where if you fall back, you're supposed to trust the person behind you. You're supposed to like you know push you forward. She moved out the way, and he hit his head on the concrete. So the coach was like, hey, you need to help him up. Don't do that. So he literally, when she gave him her arm to help him up, he grabbed it. He broke her fucking wrist. <laughs> Mind you, before this, he had already Wait. discovered that he was, yes, he broke her fucking wrist. Like, literally crushed her fucking hand. Mind you, before this, he had already discovered that he had power. So he was, like, mowing the lawn one day or trying to turn it on. And it wouldn't work. So all of a sudden, he, like, Rid his hand back and he threw it and it flew like a hundred and something feet in the air. And when he went to it, the fan in the in the mower was still going. And so he put his hand in it and the fan like broke. It stopped. And then after that, he was eating cereal one day and he just started chewing on the 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 damn spoon. And when he took it out of his mouth, it was bent up. He got issues. So this nigga is strong as fuck. So the mama of the daughter was like. You know, you need to check your son. She was going off about him. Like, do you even know who his real parents are, who his real mother is? And his mom in the office was like, I'm his real mother. I know what you're trying to imply, bitch, and I see you. And so, basically, they leave the office, and they tell her, I'm sorry about what happened to your daughter or whatever. But, like, it is what it is at this point. So, basically, as he's walking out with his parents, he looks at the mama, and the mama looks at him, and he's looking at her like, bitch, I got you. So, he goes to the daughter, and he visits her in her room, and he gave her a flower, and he was like, she was like, my mom told me not to speak to you. And he was like, I'm going to fix it. I'm going to take care of it. His oh, mom God. is a fucking waitress at this little... And mind you, this is in like a small town in Kansas. So, you know, it's not that many people. Not that many black people either. But not that many people. And she's cleaning up the restaurant. And she just started hearing some weird noises. The lights flickering on and off. Somehow, I think he has the power to, like, control electricity. I don't know if that's something that the original Superman can do, because I'm, like, I'm not really privy on all his powers. But basically, she looked up because the light was flickering, and the light burst, and glass got in her eye. Glass got stuck in her pupil. This lady pulls it out of her pupil, bro. You see it's stuck in her actual pupil, and she starts pulling it out. And, like, half her eyesight is gone. And so the way the camera shows is like half of the screen is bloody. So we watching it from her perspective. And she really can't only see but from one eye. So she thinks she's seeing stuff when she see him flying around the restaurant. He got a cape on and a mask and all you see is these red eyes. So she go and she hides 
in like I guess the storage room and locks the door. This nigga lasers the door down, rips it off, and just swoops in there and tackles her. And we don't know what happened to her after that. And and this is still the age of twelve or Yes, he's still twelve. He's twelve the entire movie. He does not grow up. And he leaves like a symbol on the window. It's like his name is Brandon Bryan. So it's like two B's like back to back. Like a weird symbol that he leaves. And the name of the the town they live in is Brightburn. So mm-hmm. it's a play on that. So after that, I'ma just speed this up a little bit. He ends up killing his uncle. He he dropped his uncle's car, like picked his uncle's car up and rotated it and dropped it like on the ground and the steering wheel went through his uncle's jaw. It broke his uncle's jaw oh to the point that it was hanging off. And this shit was graphic. Like the uncle was trying to put his jaw back together and a little boy walked up to him, took some of his blood and started writing his little sigil on the concrete. And uncle died. That daddy, after the daddy realized what was going on with him, the daddy took him out to go hunting and was in the pool, you know, uh, I'm finna shoot him while he not looking move. The daddy shot him in the head and the bullet ricocheted off. What? Didn't even penetrate. Didn't even phase that little nigga. And the daddy realized what the fuck he did, so he tried to run away. The son took his head and basically laser beamed his eyes out through his fucking skull. Daddy did. The mama calls because the police came and they were like, hey, is your son around? Do you recognize this symbol that we found at two crime scenes? She saw him drawing it one day, but she played it off with the cop. So she goes to his room and she goes through his notebook and she finds all these drawings of the different people he killed. Found out he killed the uncle. Found out he killed the waitress. And then sees like these drawings he took of himself standing on top of these dead bodies. What? She calls her husband and he picks up the phone and she's like, you were right. You know, like he killed Uncle Ned, blah, 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 blah. And he was like, mom. And she was like, hey, where's your dad? And he was like, he's gone. And she was like, going where? And he was like, you know. Uh And so she was like, where are you? And he was like, I'm home. And so you see him in the air looking at her through the house and he just crushes the phone. And all of a sudden he starts flying through the house, fucking the house up. And so she hides and she calls the cops, but she don't get to tell them what was wrong because he just starts flying through the kitchen. He flew like right past her and she started screaming. So the cop that left earlier came back with like another officer. It was just them two. And they calling out for her because they see the house looks a mess. It's ruined. He goes up to the front door and she's running down and she's like, you have to leave. This nigga swoops in and tackles this nigga so hard. He disintegrates his body. Like you don't even see his body no more. Yes. He literally hits him so hard. He explodes. All you see is blood. And so the female cop is like, go hide. I'm finna call for backup. And she got nothing but a shotgun. So the mama go hide under the bed. And the cop is like, I got a 237. Like I need backup. I need backup. This nigga tackles her from behind and starts kicking her through the house like a fucking ball. Like, Mm-mm. and we talking about somebody with Superman strength. So he was like kicking her. <laughs> and then she ends up landing next to the mom under the bed. It's okay. Bruh. The mama ends up escaping out the house. Don't know how. Because he, he was looking for her. Because he was looking for her. He, he Like she was laying under the bed and he was floating through the house trying to find her. And she saw he left the room. So she started like leaving under the bed. But then you heard a creak. And so he flew back in the room real quick and looked under the bed, but she was already gone. She was hanging outside the window. And so she fell and she had cut herself. And she realized one night when that thing was calling to him from the barn, he was like in the barn shaking the damn door trying to get to it. And he fell through and cut himself. And she realized that's his weakness because before he never got injured like that and he don't bleed. But that spaceship was the only thing that injured him. So she ran to the barn and he flew out the house and was running after her. And she just happened to get a metal piece off of the spaceship. But she turns around. This nigga, that waitress that he killed, he had her ass pinned to the wall and he literally opened her up, like was dissecting her. Oh my God. 
And so she put the piece of metal in the back of her pocket and she started calling out for him doing this little whistling game that they had that we see at the beginning of the movie. And so he was like right behind her. And so she was telling him like, you're going to always be my son, you know, and I, I know there's some good left in you. And he was like, I want to do good. I really do. And so she hugs him and pulls a metal piece from out of her back and was about to stab him. This nigga caught her arm midair, flew her through the barn up out into the sky and dropped her ass. What? Dropped his own mama. And didn't even flinch. Like, looked at her and smiled about it. Like, oh, so you gonna kill me too? Dropped her ass from all the way up in the sky. And then they say, you know, you see this plane coming towards him, and then the movie ends. And so, during the credits, you keep seeing the movie continue. Mm-hmm. This nigga crashed the plane, killed everybody in it, and basically staged it to where the plane crashed at his house and everybody died and he was the only survivor. And what? You see him, yes, and you see him put his, sig- his sigil on the, one of the plane fragments and he just sitting there eating a cookie. Like it's nothing. And then they continue through the credits. He is going around the world destroying buildings, starting fires, like destroying the world. And you see this newscaster like going off about it. I guess a man, he kind of believes in conspiracy theories or he believes the government is behind it. Mm-hmm. But he basically going around the world and fucking shit up. And that's how it ends. What kind of movie is this? It's basically like a horror, but it's... it's it basically me, I turns a superhero into yes. a villain. Because when you think about it, it's like when you watch regular superhero movies, it's like, look at Superman. Superman don't nothing phase him except kryptonite. He has strength. He can fly. He can heal super fast. And he has laser beams. Imagine if he was evil... Humanity wouldn't stand a chance. Hmm. But take him, but then they reduce him to a child in this one and make him evil. Can't nobody stop him. Can't nobody stop him. So basically, what if Superman was evil? And it was supposed to be a horror film. I wasn't particularly scared. Like, I could see why it would be horror. But, bruh, the graphicness of the deaths and, like, how he was murking niggas left and right, like, they was not holding back. Like, they mm-hmm. wasn't. And I was just like, bruh, this movie, this movie fire as fuck. And like, I think the only critique I have is that one, I think it could, it was 90 minutes and the pace of it was so fast. I feel like they could have gave us an additional 15 to 20 to like kind of stretch it out a little bit because it kind of seemed like he snapped. And once he snapped, it was like no returning. It didn't really seem like there was a sense of conflict in him where, you know, he wanted to do good, but he couldn't help it because y'all was always so aggressive with him or he was getting bullied at school. It was just kind of like when that switch was flipped, it was no going back. And so that's the only complaint I have. But wow, yo, that movie was crazy. Like I had ended up watching the rest of it this morning because I was getting sleepy last night. Mm-hmm. But bruh, that movie was good. That movie was good. Wow. So if you want to see Brightburn, how do I find it? I just can't find it's it. It's on Redbox. It's on Redbox, but it's in Redbox, but you probably go on like one of them sites and watch it. It sounds like you want to watch it. I sound like I want, yeah. I sound like I want to watch it too. Yeah. So if if it's not on there, then I can send you a link where it'll probably be on there. Because I think my mama used that link to watch the movie. But her scary ass, it was scary. I couldn't watch it in the nighttime. I'm like, it wasn't nothing about this scary. You just a punk. Your mama funny. It's just you just a punk. But it was a good movie. I enjoyed it. I think I think that you would like it. I don't think it was scary. I mean, I would I would tell you because you're not a scary movie person to watch it during the daytime. But it wasn't scary to me. I just thought it was an interesting take on like a what if we had a Superman who was evil? Like wouldn't nobody be able to stop him? Mm. You know, like he was just he was just evil. And I don't know whether to blame it on human nature or to blame it on that thing that was calling out to him. Because it, it was so weird. It was chanting to him and stuff. And all you heard was him mumbling, like, take, take, take. He would start speaking another language. And he was like, take the world. Take the world. Take, take the world. Mm-mm. And, like, they don't, the way they delve into Superman backstory, they don't really delve into his backstory, per se. So you don't really know where he come from. But it's an interesting story that he tells at the beginning of the movie where he's in class and the teacher's like, tell me the difference between a bee and a wasp. And he starts talking about it and saying, you know, like there's a certain group of wasps where they send out their young and they get other, uh, I guess, another species of wasp 
to raise them and then they come back and kill all the rest of them off. What? Yes. So basically I was listening to a podcast and they were basically saying like maybe they were basically correlating the story with the wasp to mm. him. That like his species sent him down there and got them to raise him. And then when he comes to a certain age, because when he hit 12, that's when the thing started calling out to him and telling him to take over. They sent him out to conquer and take over the world. Hmm. So, yeah. So, yeah, I was like, this is a good movie. And if they did this with other characters, like maybe with Wonder Woman or something, I think they would be dope. Because she's similar to him with like the super strength and all that stuff. So, hmm. that would just be, it would be interesting. It would be different, you know. A different take on superheroes. And that's my TED Talk. <laughs> I'm here for it. That's my TED Talk. My TED Talk. Well, I feel like I should give my TED Talk for today. What um, is it? It's literally only 30 seconds. I am still tight about oh. the Emmys not giving Beyonce and her team their things for Homecoming. The amazing um documentary concert documentary however y'all want to look at it it was beautiful it was amazing and it was well needed and y'all tried it that is my TED talk I'm um, moving into another point of discussion um <clears throat> I don't know if you saw today um best friend but Antonio Brown went on Twitter and said that he's done playing in the NFL and he put Robert Kraft on blast and he put um, the Steelers quarterback, Ben Roethlisberger, I think, on blast mm-hmm. as well. Basically saying, like, it's amazing how y'all going this hard on me with these, I guess, allegations, accusations, when Robert Kraft was definitely, um, you know, tied up into soliciting sex or, you know, trying to get prostitutes and stuff when he was at mm-hmm. some massage parlor. In Florida. Oh, that thing that happened last year. Yeah. Year. But he's still the uh-huh. owner. Like, you know, we never heard anything else about it. The NFL basically just, you know, swept that under the rug. And then he said that, like, also he screenshotted a clip from a news article where Ben Roethlisberger, the quarterback for the Steelers, was also accused of rape and how he only missed, like, a few games and then they swept it under the rug. And he just said, like, you know, it's funny how I guess it's different strokes for different folks saying that they folks. <laughs> saying that they treat white people, you know, differently than they treat um your African American players. Um, I want to say that he is not wrong. That point mm-hmm. is actually right. And I think that mm-hmm. that is factual and it has definitely some type of relevance to the point that he's trying to make. However, I honestly feel that it's just so far gone to this point for him that he can't even get to that level of, I guess, credibility that he's trying to build for himself in a way. And mm-hmm. I also just feel like because of, like, when you look at all the events, him wanting to get off the Steelers and begging to get on the Raiders and then him acting yeah. up with the Raiders. Over the helmet. Yeah. yeah. Him. And then he got dropped from there. And then he got released And then like showing the whole video of like the conversation that he had with his uh, the Raiders head coach. There's a video uh, that Antonio put together like on his little Instagram page that shows the moment that he got the phone call saying that he was released from the Raiders. But before he got that phone call, I guess before that video, he had like secretly recorded a conversation that he had with the football, the head coach. Where the head coach was like, hey, what the fuck is going on? And then Antonio Brown was like, I don't know what you're talking about. And he was like, I just need you to play football. Like, I just need you to keep your mouth closed and play football. And you hear Antonio Brown say something like, it's bigger than football. And I'm not just going to keep my mouth closed and play football. Like, basically saying, like, just shut the fuck up and do your job. We're paying mm-hmm. you to just catch a ball. Can you do that? And then they released him. Then he got on the pads. And then as soon as he got on the Patriots, that's when, like, you know, the allegations and stuff started coming out about, um, you know, sexual misconduct, rape with his previous trainer and different things like that. And then they just released him. And also Nike dropped him as a as a mm-hmm. sponsor. Well, not a sponsor. A sponsor e Sponsorship? I don't know how you say that. He lost his endorsement with Nike. And then also today he posted a picture of him and his trainer, like, working out and, like, smiling and stuff together. I mean, I don't know if that's trying to refute her claims that Mm -hmm. she was sexually assaulted, but um, I just think it's 
crazy how all this is unfolding. This is probably the most tragic um, ending to, like, I guess, a promising career because I thought that he was, you know, a decent player. Um, oh, you knew him? You was familiar with him? Yeah, I was familiar with him before all this stuff uh, blew up. Honestly, I will say this. Before I went to college, I was kind of, you know, paying attention to sports and stuff. And then I think I still paid attention to it in college. But once I got out, I was just like, ugh. I don't know. I really don't keep up with it. But yeah, I knew about him. Um, mm. But yeah, his point still remains that how come Robert Kraft ain't getting, uh, you know, he didn't get in trouble, Ben Roethlisberger, but still doesn't take away from the shit that he probably did. And I just think that mm-hmm. still we need a thorough investigation and we need everything to come out today. I mean, it's the same reason why they let <clears throat> Tom Brady go after those evidence came out that he was cheating uh by deflating the ball oh yeah i mean you know it's the same reason why they treat michael vick differently for what happened Mm -hmm. with the dog fights and they never let him live that down it's the same reason why they fired adrian peterson for whooping his kid or something like that i i I really can't remember that situation but it's because they're white and they have privilege and they're powerful men and they can let them get away with stuff like that but you as a nigga you would never and they'll never let you live it down. You know, they'll never let you get away with murder. Yeah. So it's just the way, unfortunately, it's just the way the world works, you know. It's the same reason why Kaepernick is out of a job now. Yep. Let a white man had started that movement. They wouldn't have fired him. He might have got speaking... a couple of gang suspensions and fines, but I don't think he would have got fired for it, so. Yeah. yeah. It's unfortunate for all parties involved, and I want to say all parties. It's the young lady that um, is saying that she was sexually assaulted, and mm-hmm. then it's also, <clears throat> you know, the fact that Antonio Brown feels that he's been singled out because he is black. It's unfortunate. Mm-hmm. Also, I think that it's probably a wise decision that he's taken a you know a step away from the NFL completely. He needs to focus on his mental health and his well-being because I mean, I'm sure this has been a rocky area and you need to focus on the sexual assault cases that you're going honest, right now. It's really not a break because he's done. He's That's not what I'm saying. Back. Like, step away from it. Like, I'm glad you're getting out of it. Because to be honest, even if, I mean, for him, he's saying he's done, but the NFL was done for him the moment they released him after these allegations. Yeah. Like, you wasn't, like, he made it seem as if, like, it's almost one of them things where I'm going to break up with you where you break it with me or I'm going to quit mm-hmm. before I get fired or I quit. Yeah. They didn't fire me. I don't think another like the team moment you got released. Exactly. But when the moment you got released, that was it for you. That was the NFL wasn't, you would never be back on another team. You would yeah. never play again. So I hope you save whatever money you got and you flipping I it hope- and investing it because that's it. Like you're not coming back from this. I hope he saved his money and did something with it. I pray. I hope he's not coming back from this. So, that's why I'm like, I mean, it's it's a it's a permanent break. Yeah. It's it's, it's a forever thing. So <laughs> um I, I just hope he was wise with his spending habits because I just you're not coming back from this one. Mm-hmm. But um going back to movies, let's talk about these this this remake culture. Oh yeah, the reboots. So it came out this week that Issa Rae is set to produce a set it off. Remake or reboot, and there's also an announcement that LeBron James is set to do to produce a house party reboot. Yes, a house party reboot or remake with the guy who directed the Old Town Road video and Childish Gambino's brother and somebody else writing it. And don't judge me, you know what? I don't give a fuck. I have never seen House Party. One, two, three. Shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. Shut up. Shut the fuck up. I'm sorry. How you? You know what? Shut the fuck up. I'm not gonna say nothing. It's a lot of shit that I have not seen. I'm not gonna say nothing. Keep going. It's like you haven't seen the Proud Family. First of all, I told you. Hey, I have seen episodes of the Proud Family. I was not an avid watcher. Okay, I did not. You know, tune in for it. But next, continue. Anyways, I haven't seen it, and I hear it's like a classic. It's a great movie, but I just want to know. And the set it off is a hood classic. That that needs no explanation. You know, rest in peace to Cleo. She went out like a G, like a rider. 
you know, even though they were sad as fuck, like yeah. how she died. But I'm just like, why? And before I even go, they're finna reboot Saved by the Bell. They finna do that. They could keep that. Basically, we're like one of the char- the character. I never watched it, but the character uh, Zach is the governor, and he keeps closing down all these low income schools. And so, to remedy the issue, he's gonna put them at all these high, uh, uh, good performing, high, basically put them in the schools with the white folks. And one of the schools that that they finna integrate is uh, not integrated. They finna send the kids to is whatever the school was and say by the bill. Hmm. But the guy who's played Zach in the show is on Mixish, and he won't be in this reboot. So I don't even know how that's gonna work out. But anyways, I just want to know why y'all keep remaking shit or rebooting shit. Like, what happened to the original content? You know, J Lo kind of threw some shade at like you know superhero movies a week or two ago. J Lo is Jennifer Lopez. Yes, trying to say that like I guess they're ruining Hollywood. And that you don't see enough independent films or enough films in other genres because of superhero movies. Mm. And I'm like, no, sis, like, at the end of the day, like, there's majority of the movies that come out during the year are not superhero movies. Marvel will literally put out maybe one or two movies a year. And that's it. I don't really know. Maybe DC might put out one or two movies. But it's not like the whole industry is saturated with superhero movies. No, what's saturating the fucking market is all these damn reboots. You got the live action movies. You got all these remakes and reboots. Even in the TV industry, you got uh, That's a Raven Came Back, Girl Meets World, which was basically like a sequel to Boy Meets World. It's like the problem is that everybody's trying to reboot these old franchises Mm. instead of just letting them die down. Just like some other stuff that they won't let die, which we'll get into after this. But... (laughs) <clears throat> like it's like why does everything have to be remade where's all the original content and I'm like Issa do you really do you really want to do this hmm. because you already in hot water for making this way the whole fucking year for Insecure season 4 we're going to get two additional episodes with them hoes still going to be 30 minutes so it's still going to feel like the season going to fly by Yeah. and then you want to produce and do a remake and set it off and apparently she wants to start in it too I just do you really want to do that to a classic? I mean, I don't know. I just feel like that one. I feel like Set It Off should have been left. Should have been left alone. Cause I don't know. I feel like people still watch. You know, these, some of these movies. I don't think people. I don't know. People probably still watch House Party, but I think Set It Off. I know. Don't BET show they like often or something. I mean, okay. the edited version, but... Yeah, but, like, these people still watch, like, all these movies and different things. Now, I will tell you a reboot that I think I may be more inclined to see. And there was just something I saw uh, where The Nanny, they used to come on... Well, I was watching The Nanny because it used to come That's on my show. Nick at Night. I remember That's watching my it. Show. And they were just saying that the team or the creators of The Nanny and... What's her name? Fran Dresser? Dresser. Dresser. There we go. Fran was in talks with Cardi B team because they want Cardi B to be the new the nanny. And I just think that the culture is not ready for something like that. Do we need something mm-hmm. like that? Yes. Have I ever felt that I needed Cardi B to be the nanny? No. This is exactly something that I never knew that I needed in life. And that's something that I'm more inclined to see. But I doubt I go spend my money to see the new set it off or this new house party. Or any other reboots at this time. I just, I just don't want Issa Rae to fuck up a classic, and I don't want it to be her. They're not gonna let it down if she messes it up either. Exactly. They already went in on the Lion King before the Lion King could even come out. Niggas was going in on how it should have been this way and it should have been that yeah. way, and it's not that good. And Beyonce sounds trash. She's a bad actress, even though that's true. But I'm like, they was just going in on the freaking movie about the songs and. The voice acting and how it's not like the cartoon as if motherfuckers don't understand that live action means live real lions. Yes. And they will not dumb have niggas. all of these, you know. They're not supposed to look like cartoons, you dumb fucks. Like, what is wrong with y'all? So I just I just feel like, Issa, I don't want you to die on this hill. I don't want your career Do not to die be... on this source, sis. Let it exactly. Go. I don't want you to die on this hill. I really don't. Because if you fuck this up, the black community will never let you live it down. 
Mm-hmm. I don't give a fuck about what the critics and the white folks say because it was never made for them anyway. They wouldn't understand anyway. You know, but it's just like, we will not let you live it down. I don't think that you should do this. If you ever listen to this, somehow, some way, <laughs> I don't want you to do it. I think that you, you should rethink that decision and just focus on giving us Insecure 4, season 4. Maybe that's why we ain't got it because you're trying to do this dumb shit. Oh, wow. We got all in on Easter Ray today, huh? No, I'm just, I'm not going in on her. I'm just saying, like, I really wish people would stop remaking shit and just give us original content. There's so many different ideas and stories that haven't been explored. Look at Brightburn. That was an obvious idea that probably was just sitting in the ether and somebody just happened to be like, you know what? Let's make a movie where we make Superman evil. Hmm. And it worked. So it's like all this original content that we could have or y'all could a- adapt stuff from, from, mo- from books and stuff because basically the superhero movies are just adaptations of the comic books just like they adapted Twilight into a movie and Divergent into a movie. It's like why can't y'all just take from original content or Big Little Lies? That was a damn, let me not get them. That was a damn book. Why can't y'all just make original content or right. just take from stuff that's already out there and try to make it into a movie instead of trying to reboot everything? Because some don't stuff need don't it. need to be touched. We don't. We can literally just pull it out and show these new generations. We don't we need don't y'all to reboot shit. It. I don't want to see nobody else play Cleo except Queen Latifah. So don't get young M.A. or and anybody And didn't Cleo else. pass away in uh, That's what I'm saying. Everybody died except for Jada Pinkett Smith's character. Everybody died. Kimberly Elise's character died during a robbery. Cleo died like a G, riding out. And then Vivica Fox's character died trying to run. And Jada was on the bus headed to Mexico. Shaved her head off and had all the money. Hmm. So I'm like, why are we doing this? And Issa, who, like, who gassed you up to say you should do that? This the one right here. It's not. I want you to stop. I want you to rethink what you're about to do. Because just know, they coming for you. They gonna be on your ass if you mess it up. If you mess it up, they gonna be on your ass. And as far as the, the nanny thing, like, I wanna see Cardi B in Hustlers, because I heard Hustlers was good. Yeah, I wanna see that too. And I just, I know she wasn't in it that much, but, you know, I wanna see her in that first. Do you know why she and- wasn't in it that much? I know she said she had just had surgery. Yeah, freaking life her suction. I need her yeah. to sit down. Yeah, she had just had surgery, and so she really said she really couldn't even do all the tricks and stuff that you know she know how to do because of that. So I would I wouldn't mind seeing it because the nanny was my fucking show mm-hmm. friend was funny as fuck. She could dress her ass off. She had a nice body. I like the actress who played her. She still looked good to this day. And first of all, do they not show that on TV no more? Because I know it used to come on Nick at Night and it used to come on TV Land, but I can't find it nowhere. So I don't I'm like, know. What I don't think it? they show it anymore. Like, y'all still show the Golden Girls, but y'all not going to show the Nanny? I love that show. If somebody can give me that on DVD, I'll be very grateful. Thank you very much. But I love that show. <laughs> I love the Nanny. No, man. I've never seen Golden Girls either, but I, I'm going to try to When watch I had pneumonia when I was nine... And I was in a hospital for like two weeks. I watched the That's probably all that came on TV. It, and it was like a, I don't know why, but it seemed like the marathon was two weeks long. Because that is literally, when I say I watched the first season, first episode, all the way to like the last episode. And was, wow. and was like immersed in it. Like I it looks was funny. watching it and was like getting my whole life at nine years old. It looks, it looks funny. It looks it looks really funny, so I'm I'm gonna try to watch it. I I know Kid Fury and loves that damn show, so I'm gonna try to get into it. But yeah, please stop with the fucking remakes. Like, please, I'm tired of it. Just give us some original content, Issa. Give us another show. Mm-hmm. How about that? Give us another, you know, black ass show. Please and thank black you. Ass show. A black ass show, and I mean black. A black ass show. But speaking of shit that they won't let die, let's talk about this Whitney Houston hologram tour next oh year. Oh my god. When you told me this, I was like, the I world is truly know. coming to the end. I don't know why we need this. I just want to know who asked for it, who approved it, who mm-hmm. asked mm-hmm. I need the whoop. Mm-hmm. Because Whitney is literally tossing and turning in her grave at the fuck shit and the mockery that y'all making of her legacy. Why the fuck would anybody pay money 
to see Whitney Houston's hologram on fucking stage singing. Do you think people are actually gonna pay for it? Like, what if it sells out? Then they need they ass whooped too. Yikes. Everybody who was a part of this shit needs they ass whooped. Sissy Houston. Oh. Pat Houston. Oh. The brother. Get him. Anybody that was a part of this shit, you need your ass whooped. Why would you do that to Whitney? First of all, y'all won't let her die because you keep coming out with these fucking TV movies and documentaries. Mm-hmm. And you tell the same story every fucking time. Mm-hmm. It's already bad enough the way she died and how she went out and then how her daughter followed right after her. Why the fuck are y'all doing her legacy like this? Who the fuck is going to pay to see a hologram, a Whitney hologram on stage singing? And if you pay for this shit, I want to fight you. I want you to drop your addy and I want to meet up so we can fight. It's about to be a what? A girl fight. Sorry. Because why? For why? Why would you do that? There's something wrong with them, bro. I swear. There's something wrong with them. I'm also amazed that technology has gotten this far that we can have fucking holograms because I, I won't forget the Tupac hologram that they debuted at Coachella a few years ago that literally looked like he was on stage crip walking with Snoop Dogg. Yeah. But like, what the fuck? Like, why? Why would her estate do that? Why would y'all do that? Why did y'all think that was okay? And if it does sell out, I'm done. I'm gonna head out. I'm going to head out. I, I'm going to head out, y'all. I'm going to head the fuck out. Because it just it just don't it don't make sense. Like, why would y'all do that to her? Something wrong with y'all. Like, I don't want to see... Look, I just want to see the real Whitney. I don't want to see no damn hologram. And we all... Man, I ain't going to say that. <laughs> I'm not gonna say that. I'm not gonna say what I'm about to say. It's fine. I just want I'ma pray for y'all. I'ma pray for y'all. I'ma pray we need to come back and haunt y'all motherfuckers from the grave. Right. Because y'all are really trying it right now. You really didn't know about the tour? No. I was watching a video and somebody mentioned it and I was like, oh, we gotta talk about this because I literally forgot that. How that they were doing just, too. every day we stray further and further away from God's light. Like I just really think that we are in the ending like of our days. Like, why do we need that? Why do we need that? We need nothing like this. And what is it just gonna be a hologram and then like some like music on a backtrack of Whitney singing? Come on, y'all, just let her rest in peace. Let her legacy be intact with her resting in peace. Let it go. You don't see this shit with Selena family. No. You think they're just money hungry and they just like well, it's like like I'm trying to think like what do you get out of this? Like what does this do for you? You don't see this shit with Aaliyah's family. You don't see this shit with Michael Jackson's family. You don't see this shit with Prince's family, James Brown, Mm-mm. Tupac and Biggie. You don't see this shit. It's only with fucking Whitney Houston that y'all still trying to exploit her from the grave. Whitney Houston's family. I'm praying for y'all. I know we. I mean, like, is 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 the estate broke? Maybe you're right. Maybe That's what I'm saying. Really like, do, do they need something? We could put together a GoFundMe before y'all need to do something like this. I'll stream her fucking music if that's what you need me to do. But please don't do this. Please don't. Because I don't want to see that shit. It's eerie as fuck. It's like, let the dead die. Let them rest. She out here been through enough in her lifetime. Just let her, let her rest peacefully. Oh. Oh, let's talk about this back to school commercial. Oh my god, Speaking this Sandy like, Hook thing. Death and all that stuff. And us getting further and further away from God's light. That's 
So I guess if you haven't seen it, there's this video where it's almost like those back to school commercials or advertisements that they do. And like, you know, they talk about like the binder that they got or the new book bag that they got and different the new things. Skateboard the new skateboard, the new phone, the new clothes, stuff like that before kids go back Stop. to school. So like it starts off with showing like these kids talking about like the new stuff that they got. And then out of nowhere, you hear like gunshots in the distance. And you see one kid run down the hallway. And you hallway. see one kid just start running down the hallway. Like, these new running shoes work great. Yeah. And then one girl, what's she? Oh, what the boy say? Oh, and I got this new skateboard. And when he says that these kids are, like, banging on the glass window trying to get out the classroom, and he busts through the, spe- like, the, the window with the skateboard, and the kids are, like, jumping out the windows trying to run away and stuff. And I think there's, like, another graphic of, like, Oh, I just got these new socks, and it's one little girl like who, who, I, got, who got shot in the leg, and the other little girl takes her sock, and I guess she's trying to what you call it, stop the wound, yeah, like, like you know, cut off from the bleed. bleeding and stuff like that. And then, oh and my then God, another was... girl has a jacket where she ties it around the door to keep the person from coming Bruh. in. And I think that last scene where it's a little girl on her new phone, and she's yes. in the bathroom stall with her feet pulled up off the floor. And crying. she texts her mom saying, I love you. And she's crying. Bruh. Sandy Hook said, we haven't forgotten and we gonna make sure you motherfuckers don't either. But like, it's really sad that these are these kids like realities now. Because I had went yeah. to um, speak on behalf of my job at a I want to say there was a middle school or elementary school. One of them. And, you know, like you go in the stall and stuff. It's all pink and all that in the bathroom. And as soon as I like, so I close the door, you know, I, I tinkle or whatever. I handle my business. Then I look up and there's a note on the back of the door that clearly states in the event of a school shooting, stay in the bathroom and pull your feet on top of the toilet and remain silent and calm. I said, what? Y'all got to put this stuff in the bathroom? Kids got to read this every day? Y'all wild. Yeah. Y'all gotta get That's how y'all start anxiety and paranoia and shit because what? Yeah. you constantly living in fear that like any day you walk into this school, it might be your last or it might be that one kid. Remember that video I sent you where that little boy was like, I'm sick of this shit. And then one dude got up and ran out. Oh but yeah, he, he, he took out running. And I'm like, yo, this shit is funny, but like dead ass, like this is our real. life right now. Yeah. That's real as fuck. And then it could even happen at your job. Your that job, the grocery store, the movie employee, theater. You know, coming in there. That's why I try to be nice to everybody coming here. If I see somebody crying, I watch them and then I say, Hey, are you okay? Do you need the church. anything? The church, anywhere, walking down the street, anywhere. The club. Anywhere. Like, it's just it's sad. It is reality we, we live in nowadays. And it's just crazy. Like it starts off so hopeful and then it's like, I mean, and then remember the backpacks they were trying to make, the bulletproof backpack? Mm-hmm. I'm like... And then I saw how, like, they took the boot bags and they took it, like, through a test at a shooting range. And they shot it with, like, a pistol. And then they shot it, like, with the standard guns that usually... I seen it. So, like, the pistol didn't penetrate the boot bag. But then they put the boot bag on, like, a dummy or something. And they used it with the standard gun that, like, all the school shootings have been used for. And, like, all the mass shootings. I think it's, like, the AR-15 or something like that. Mm-hmm. went straight through the boot bag. Each single bullet went straight through the boot bag. And he was like, but y'all are selling this and telling parents that you will be safe if your kid wears this boot bag. He was like, no. We shouldn't even need this boot bag. But now y'all are just trying to get over on people. And it happened stuff that was in that commercial. I'm like, I don't even know how y'all would be able to do all this. Like the skateboard thing. Like, even though it was smart to crack the windows open and just run out, it's like, Half the time, they just tell you to sit there and be quiet and just wait because I guess they don't want you to move or make a sound because it could attract attention. So I'm just like, this is this is some deep, dark shit right here. Yeah. Hella sad. Hella sad. I mean, I feel like I, I, feel like I don't remember it being as many frequent school or mass shootings when we was in high school. Yeah, it wasn't. But it's like now that I'm out and I'm like I'm in college and stuff, it's like the rate by which they were happening just started increasing tenfold. And it's like you just can't go nowhere. I mean, it's already hard enough being black. 
but you can't go to church, to school, to the movies, to the mall, yeah, to the damn, to the damn grocery store, to the club, to the bar, nowhere. The motherfuckers will come in there and just start shooting for whatever reason. Mm-mm. So, yeah, that that commercial was uh, it was a bit much. It was a lot. Yeah. It was yeah, they, a lot. If they wanted to shake shit up, they certainly did. Yes, they did. They certainly did. Is there anything else we had on the list? Um, not broke back. Oh, Kevin Hart. <laughs> I said yeah. not broke back and then do Kevin Hart week. I'm sorry for yeah. that. It's not funny that he um, you know, injured his back in that fatal car accident where he got out the car that was his own car left the people that was trapped in the car and made it all the way back to his house with the help of his security I think and yeah his security carried him but you left everybody else that was in the car all right bit all right bam so because your back was broken the karma in the universe and how you did those people was like you know what we're not done with you yet Kevin Hart and the lady that you were caught in a bed with in Vegas um around the time that your wife was pregnant and you was cheating on her they tried to blackmail you, is now suing you for $60 million. I hope I find yeah, that up. she claims that he was in on it with a friend. Mm, mm, mm. Um, and I didn't know that there was a sex tape out there. So. Yeah, that's what it was. Cause, wait, I think it's like a little snippet of a video where you see him in the bed with the girl. I remember that, and I, but I just don't, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't realize that it was a whole long 40 30 minute sex tape. Wait, really? Yeah, there's an actual sex tape. There's an actual sex tape. Like, I guess it was recorded. Like, that's what she was saying. And, like, he was in on it and that, I guess, it was planned or something. I don't... I'm like, why are you waiting two years to sue? And... Maybe she had to get all her stuff together. I don't know. I don't know. I just... I'm just like, girl, if you was gonna do all this, you should've just did this when all this popped off. Because mm-hmm. I don't know how, if you're going to get paid, and if you do, if you're going to get the full 60. So. She needs some. She needs some. Kevin Hart is catching L's left what? and right up and down. Yes. This year has, I said this last time, this year has not been his year. It, it started been. with that Oscar, Oscar shit. Mm-hmm. And. Really, it started when he cheated on his second wife. No, really, it started when he cheated on his first wife. And then turned around and married the lady that he cheated on his first wife with. Oh, yeah, and then all this and stuff then turned around came out. and cheated on his second wife with this lady. Mm-hmm. And now it just seems like the world is giving him back everything he gave. So, yeah. Good luck, Kevin Hart. Good luck. I'm wishing you the best. In your time of turmoil. You've been going through a lot, buddy. A lot. A lot. I know his wife is pissed the fuck off. Of course. I feel like in my head, I see her like Kimberly Elise from um, Diary of a Mad Black Woman. Ooh. You know, when she was like making him suffer when she had to come back and help him after he got and shot in the back. she just dumped him in the tub. Yes, I feel like that's Anika right now. Yeah. Well, I hope he has a speedy recovery um, and that his health is in order and that he can handle his issues, his private matters with this young lady that wants $60 million. Take care of it, boss. Karma's a bitch, for real. That's unfortunate. Mm-hmm. But yeah, is it the topic? I think that was it for the day, best friend. Oh my God, we finished under an hour and 10 minutes. Oh, so we'll see once we go back and start editing. It'll probably be a, a maybe, maybe an hour. hour. Yeah. 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 I'm sorry I didn't watch Power. I'm so behind. I still haven't watched Queen Sugar. I'm two episodes behind on that. I know that Ralph Angel and Nova are cool again. But <laughs> I don't know how they got there. So and I don't know <laughs> if Aunt Vi I feel like Aunt Vi is gonna take another season to get that back on track. But mm. I'm still behind on that. And then of course before we leave, two announcements. How You Do It With Murder comes back on this week for the final season. Fuck them for canceling my show. And get your tissues ready because This this Is Us comes back this Tuesday. Anytime you say tissues, I think This Is Us. Because it always has me crying all the 
time. All of us, honey. All of us. I always in my feels. So it's television is back. Television season is back. So I need to catch up on everything else and get ready and prepare for this week's shows because it's gonna be it's gonna be crazy. And I also need to catch up on the shy season two because they announced that Luke James and Lala and Lil Real were gonna be on season oh, yeah. three. And I don't have stars, so mm-hmm. I need to catch up on the shy. All right. Season two. But thanks everybody for listening. We'll be back next week and hopefully it'll be a better Hopefully better y'all will have us you know, speaking on positive things and not just, you know, just dragging it along here. We need more positive and not the dirt. You're giving us a lot of dirt, America and the world. Do better. Okay? Do better. That's all I have to say. Okay. Bye. Bye.